the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. Welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. I'm pretty even-keeled. Of course I've got a temper. Everybody has a temper, but I rarely find myself really angry. Today is one of those days. Hey, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Those of you listening in Washington, D.C., you're probably wondering, Gab, well, that's not Don Crow. This is supposed to be the Don Crow Show. Well, it is the Don Crow Show. My name is Bob Bernie, and I'm guest hosting for Don as he's away from the microphone for a while. Uh, But I also host Bob Bernie Live in Columbus, Ohio, And uh, on these wonderful occasions that I uh, have the privilege of filling in for Don, we link the two radio stations together. We are sister stations in the Salem Media uh, Company anyway. We link the two stations together and we simulcast, and that's what we're doing today. So welcome to our listeners in Columbus on AM 880 and 104.5 FM, The Word, but also welcome to our listeners on WAVA 105.1 FM in our nation's capital. All right, why am I angry? And I'm not making this up. I'm not trying to, you know, be melodramatic. I don't do that. That's just not, and I know Don Crow doesn't either. You know, listen, I'm about as far away from a shock jock as you'll ever, ever find. I don't ever deal with things just trying to be spectacular, sensational. When I say I'm angry, I really am. Over the weekend, President Joe Biden and First Lady Jill Biden hosted the largest pride event in White House history. 
the largest Pride event in White House history. Now, first and foremost, those of us who take the Bible seriously, we honestly believe that the Bible is inspired, infallible, inerrant word of God. We know what God says about gender, sexuality, marriage, family. We know what God intended for marriage, family, sexuality. The Bible is not ambiguous, neither the Old Testament or the New Testament. Jesus was not ambiguous. Jesus made it clear that he obviously not only approved, embraced the Old Testament, I mean, he's the the second person in the Trinity, and if we believe that the Bible was inspired by the third person in the Trinity, well, of course Jesus would agree with everything in the, in the Old Testament. But Jesus himself affirmed he created them male and female. That's what Jesus said. And these people who have no real knowledge of Scripture, who run around running running their mouths off and say, well, Jesus never talked about those. Oh, yes, he did. Well, the New Testament, oh, yes, it does. Have you read Romans chapters 1, 2, and 3, particularly Romans chapter 1 lately? Again, I don't want to belabor the point, but the Bible is not ambiguous. And the only way you can affirm the pride movement is to completely destroy the real message from God's Word. It's the only way. So that's first and foremost. We have the head of the free world, the president of the United States, hosting the largest pride event in White House history, And I've dealt with this, and I'm sure Don Crow has as well. The Bible is also very clear about God's attitude towards pride. Pride goes before what, class? Thank you, destruction. There are multiple, multiple warnings, Old and New Testament, about the destruction that pride brings about. The President of the United States over the weekend said, we are a nation of pride. Now think, now think. If the Bible says pride leads to destruction and the President of the United States said, hey, we are a nation of pride, need I say more? But it gets worse. It gets worse. Looking at the audience assembled in front of him at the White House, he said the LGBTQ community has the most, the pardon me, the bravest and inspiring people I have ever known. Now, I want to quote it correctly. Some of the bravest and inspiring people I have ever known. Wait, 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 wait. Because of their sexuality? Now think about this. 
I don't care where you are politically. I don't even care whether where you are morally. The president of the United States is saying that so-called sexual orientation makes you braver than police officers, military, army, navy, air force, marines. More brave, more inspiring than people who have died for the freedom of our country, firefighters who run into burning buildings to save people, police officers that run to danger rather than from danger, emergency room doctors, EMS people who go to accidents and pull bodies out of wreckages and try to bring them back to life. Are you serious? Because of sexual orientation, they are the bravest and inspire the bravest and the most inspiring people he has ever known. What is he talking about? Talk about talking down to people. Taking advantage of people. And yes, it makes me angry. I I admit it. It makes me angry. And actually, it gets worse. But I've got to take a break. My number? Hey, maybe you disagree. If so, fine. Let's talk about it. We can talk about it calmly, I hope. 877-BOB-LIVE. radio that makes a difference makes a difference this is bob bernie live welcome back to bob bernie live whether you're listening in columbus ohio or washington dc and uh, those of you holding on the phone hang tight i'm going to get to you in just a moment but uh, just a couple more comments about the uh, largest pride event in white house history uh Jill Biden also participated, and she said in her remarks, quote, outside the gates of this house are those who want to drag our country backward. Well, that would be me and probably most of you. Yeah, but it actually gets worse. Displayed on the front of the White House in the colonnades, I guess you call them, two large American flags. Now, this was put up for the Pride celebration. In between the two U.S. flags, hung at equal height, was the so-called progressive gay pride flag. In other words, and the picture is available everywhere on the Internet, look it up if you think I'm exaggerating or kidding or something, that gives prominence. It's in the center. Two American flags, pride flag in the middle, which means the pride flag has the place of prominence 
in the middle. The President of the United States and the White House, I am certain, willingly and purposely violated U.S. flag code in order to impress a very vocal but small minority. I have in my hand a copy of the complete flag code of the United States of America. I've got it here. In paragraph 7, letter E, and I quote, The flag of the United States of America should be at the center and at the highest point of the group when a number of flags of states or localities or pennants of societies are grouped and displayed. The U.S. flag code states very specifically, if they are horizontal, the U.S. flag must be in the middle. It must have prominence. And then uh, paragraph F, no such flag or pennant may be placed above the flag of the United States or equal to the United States flag's right. President of the United States violated the U.S. flag code. <sighs> Maybe it's a good thing I've got phone calls because I could go on. Hey, Jeff, you need to move that so I can see the names. We had a thing pop up on the screener. Thank you. Robert in Maryland is hanging on the phone. Robert, Maryland, I am honored that you've called. Welcome. You're on the air. Hey, Bob, it sounds sound that I came in. It sounded like you was, you was about to uh, blow a gasket there. You're getting pretty well, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you called so I didn't blow a gasket. It wouldn't be pretty <laughs> if I blew a gasket. How are you, Robert? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. Yeah, I, I have to be a quick background. I'm, I'm a military vet, 24 years, um, Air Force retired. I'll just say this when it comes to the flag, right, and, and, I, and I, um, on the flag, I'm pretty sure nobody in high leadership made the decision on that prominence on that flag there. Uh, if somebody else decided that and they did it wrong, of, of course they did it wrong. You got the flag code right there you just read off. You know, hopefully they they fix that in the future or whatever. Any kind no, wait, of wait, wait. Do you, sure. do, do you, wait, do you honestly think it was just an error? No, I don't. No. I think it was I intentional. No, no. It been, I think they knew what they been, were doing. It could have been somebody else, but it wasn't. It wasn't the president of the United States saying, "Hey, let's put this in the middle." That, that's just not how that works. But you know, that's okay. just not how that works. Right. But, but I did. But I did want to comment on on your comments where you said, uh, or the comments that uh, President Biden said. Let's keep in mind his words were um, LGBTQ plus um, people were some of the most courageous. There were some that were some of the most courageous that he knew. Is some of the most, not the most. So right. I didn't take offense to that being a military veteran, um, serving the country, deploying over five times in my career. Um, I didn't take offense to that to that statement. And, and to be honest, I don't do it for somebody to, to to call me courageous anyway. You know, a person has a right to their opinion. Um, but even the president, in that he, he felt it was some of the most courageous. And, you know, again, that's just his opinion. You know, um, and, and I think sometimes out sometime and not 
and not make it more than what it is. Something okay. that we may not agree but, with it, but you know. But, but yeah. you know, I didn't serve in the military, and I was offended. So I appreciate the fact that you're, particularly that you're humble enough that. And I think that's that's probably one of the reasons why you are brave. You don't want to be recognized as brave and courageous. I find that to be true of so many of those who have served in our nation's military. They're not looking for credit. They're not looking for accolades, but they certainly deserve them. And, uh, Robert, whether we agree completely on everything, listen, my brother, I honor you for your service to our country. Thank you. And thank you I for calling. My, it's been my pleasure. All right. Thank you for calling. I appreciate it. God bless you, Robert. All right, let's go to uh, John in Arlington, Virginia. Hey, uh, John, you're on Bobberty Live and the Don Crow Show. Welcome. What's on your mind? God bless you, Brother Bob. I'm the same guy that called last week and said, I love your sarcasm. (laughs) (laughs) You are the best, brother. Listen, uh, God bless you in your show. I love you in the Lord. And listen, I do not hate homosexuals. I hate their lifestyle, okay? I've got a a daughter who has friends that are homosexuals, and she thinks I hate them. I don't hate them. I feel sorry for them because they're lost and on their way to hell. I hate their lifestyle. I don't hate them personally. I want to find out what God thinks about homosexuality. All we got to do is open the book of Genesis and see where Jesus Christ himself came to earth in a supernatural body called a Christophany with two other angels, and he talked to Abraham about destroying the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. And there were not found five righteous people in the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. And he sent the two angels to drag Lot out of the city of Sodom with his wife and his two daughters. That's all we got to do is point to what the Bible says and leave, you know, let them decide. I'm, I'm, I'm running out of time, John. Let me just add. If you look at Ezekiel 16, the real sin of Sodom and Gomorrah was not the homosexuality. The real sin, again, if you look at Ezekiel 16, the real sin was pride. And it was pride that led to everything else. That was the ultimate sin. And we are celebrating Pride Month. John, thanks for the call. God bless you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.